Good evening, everybody. Hi. This is Relationship Rules, Our Rules, Our Way. I am your host, Kat Miles. I have a very special show for you guys this evening. I will say this just so you guys know the entire month of June with everything going on in our cities, across the nation, across the country, in our own backyards, the entire month of June is going to be dedicated to talking about it. We're going to have conversations about what's happening, what's going on, um, and it all revolves around relationships. When we look at this, we think about relationships between the community and the police departments, relationships between the community and legislators. We look at relationships between um, community versus community. We look at all of these different things. So as we go through the month of June, we're going to look at all of these things. We're going to look at all these different elements. We're going to talk about all these things that are going on. I did have a special guest today. It was a young woman in the community. Um, She was very important because she's in her early 20s. She is our future. She's one of our future leaders. She's very uh, blackish so to speak. She's very um, woke, as a lot of people use that term these days. She's very woke. She's very um, proud of her blackness. And she had some very, very good gems that she shared with us. I'm not really sure what happened. And my feelings are so hurt right now, y'all, because when we were done taping, the recording did not save. And I'm so mad it did not save because to hear this young woman's perspective about everything that's happening, especially what's happening in our own backyard where we're located at, which is in Indianapolis, Indiana. It's just really disheartening that you can't hear um, her voice and her words. And at one part, it was so powerful because you could like I felt the passion behind her voice I felt the passion behind her words so this is what we're going to do we're just going to have a a general discussion tonight and then I have invited her back um to have a conversation with us at a later time this month I tried to get her back um on the show this evening and then she had already went on to the next thing that she had scheduled it would have been a lot of Um, extra stuff happening in the background she was not able to be anywhere where she wasn't around large groups of people so we have to invite her back another time later this month but without further ado um you are listening to relationship rules our rules our way we are on the phenomenal um radio wave uh radio station radio network so make sure you download the Radio Wave app. Make sure you go to the RadioWave.com website. Check out all of our shows. There is a list of shows that are hosted by some phenomenal men and women in the community. Um, There's, like, if you name it, whatever you think about, we probably have a show on Radio Wave that talks about it. The shows are phenomenal. I listen to them. I hope you guys tune in and listen to them as well. So, um, 
basically I'll just uh, jump right in. And so a lot of what I wanted to start with and what we did start with the, with the young lady as far as this discussion is basically talking about all of the protesting, marching, um, the crime, the rioting, the looting, and all of those things that go along with the regular protests and everything else that's going on. And so when we examine these things, we have to look at that. And in the event of all of these things, so I have, um, I mentioned before, and I'll mention it again, and I'll probably mention it time and time again. My hometown, I'm actually located in Indianapolis, Indiana. I'm not sure where everybody is from because we do have listeners all over the world. We are um, global and I believe international. However, I'm in Indianapolis, Indiana. So as far as speaking 100%, I can only speak about what I experience in my city and then just what I see on the news about other cities. I do know that in in here in Indy, we have been outraged about everything that's going on. We've been protesting. Today is um, Tuesday. And so I believe we're on like our third day of protesting. Um, Day number one, it was, I would say it was pretty peaceful. Day number it was pretty peaceful for the most part. And then later in the evening, um, some rioting started, some vandalism happened, some looting started day number two, uh, which was yesterday, a curfew was enforced and we had, everybody had to be in the house. I'm sorry. Day, today's Tuesday. Yesterday was Monday, Sunday. Yesterday we had to be in the house at I believe eight o'clock day before that we had to be in the house by eight o'clock so Saturday y'all please forgive me I I get my days mixed up all the time when we in the middle of the week and we are in the middle of the week so let me just say this because I don't know what days it is and I like to be factual and deliver the facts so because I cannot pinpoint the days at this time I will just say that our peaceful protests and marching turned quickly into vandalism, rioting, looting, which caused an effect, caused our local government to give us a curfew. I know there are some other cities around the world that um, enforced a curfew. I believe Atlanta was one. Chicago might have been one that enforced a curfew. Um, but we have had curfews enacted and so some of the the things that I was talking about with the young lady previously was just where we are right now and how this started and so I'm not sure if some of you are aware and, and how much you actually watch the local news it's very very unfortunate that this had to happen and that um all of these protests and marching started out because of, excuse me, because of the death, the death of George Floyd. And 
that was a very, very unfortunate incident that has happened. And because of that, outrage has just broke out all over the country. So when I was talking about this to um, the young lady, I posed the question, you know, everybody is coming together. Everybody is walking. Everybody is protesting about this injustices, things that are being done um, because she brought up just that she basically was saying that people are tired. People are tired. People are angry. People want to see a change. People want it to be a difference and all of these things. And so the question I posed to her was, what because she said something else that she said that was that was kind of stood out what she said people are acting now because people are inspired people are motivated and inspired because of the nation as a whole is basically coming together to protest during the same times on the same days like people are protesting at the same time and it's very inspiring that people are coming together So the question I posed to her was, you know, by saying that people are inspired, people are coming together, people want to see a change, people want to say uh, it's time to make a difference where, like I said, I'm not sure if you guys listen to the um, news when you are in another city or another state, but there was an incident here in Indianapolis uh, just a little while ago. Honestly, it wasn't long before... uh, Mr. George Floyd um, lost his life uh, and he shouldn't have. But it wasn't long ago here in Indianapolis where there was a young man who uh, in Indianapolis ended up, uh, you, some of you may have heard the story, he was running from the police. Um, it did not end well. It actually ended in his death. It ended... Um, with him being shot multiple times by law enforcement officers. And so my question that I posed to her was if people are inspired and people are tired and people have all of these things going on, what happened? What happened was people not inspired when Mr. Sean Reed lost his life Were people not, motivated at that time to change were people not outraged by that and so what she said was yes people were outraged people wanted to change people wanted things to be different but they're more inspired now because this is happening on a national level and they feel like there's a solidarity going on they feel like people are coming together from all over to make these changes and to do these things. And so when we look at all of these protests and looting and things going on, we have to talk about, you know, what is now and what's going on. And in in my hometown, in my city of Indianapolis, the big thing right now is, um, like I said, curfew has been imposed and the curfews were imposed, in my opinion, because of all the looting and destroying property, destroying businesses, um, stealing and all of those things, I felt like if law enforcement gives us a curfew, they can kind of control that a little bit because 
they won't have people outside in these major areas um, breaking windows, tearing up property, stealing things and things of that nature. Her response and her comment was basically, screw all of that. Who cares? Um, <laughs> like, I don't care that people are rioting. I don't care that people are looting. That's not the issue. The bigger issue is the fact that somebody lost their life to flat out murder. There's no other way to explain it. It was flat out murder. So miss me with the looting. Miss me with breaking in people's buildings or tearing, you know, breaking their glass. Like all of that stuff can be replaced. Even if they don't have insurance, it can be replaced. It's material things. It's a building. Um, it's tangible. However, you cannot bring back the people that are senselessly murdered, especially those that are senselessly murdered by members of law enforcement agencies that are supposed to help serve and protect us. And this is what it's basically coming down to. So, you know, we had a very, very deep conversation about that. And again, um, I want to invite her on back on so bad, but I know she's not anywhere where it's quiet. Um, but because her, her opinion and her perspective was so interesting to me, um, especially being as young as she was. And so we talk about how the, um, again, just specifically at this time, speaking about Indianapolis, Indiana, how the protesters were peaceful how they were not really, you know, doing anything. Uh, they were protesting as they knew they should have been. Yet the police and law enforcement agencies still decided to um, display violence against the innocent protesters by firing rubber bullets at them, by shooting tear gas into the crowds by doing all of these things. So because this is a podcast, I was Switzerland in this conversation and I basically just brought up um, some more information that was provided, alleged information, of course, uh, because I was not physically there, so I cannot attest to it. I can only attest to information that I have been told by both parties. And so what I asked and or mentioned to this young lady and I'll pose the question to all of you that are listening and it's just something to ponder and think about and I would love your feedback on relationship rules uh our rules our way podcast page which is on Facebook I am going to actually open the floor up and open up some dialogue um after the show broadcast but basically what I was saying was, well, it was said, allegedly, that the protesters, the people out marching, um, they decided that they wanted to throw things at the police. They decided that they wanted uh, to agitate the police. They decided that they wanted to start this. They were not following instructions from the police. They were not... Um, 
getting out of the street. They were not doing anything that they were asked to do. Therefore, the police were advised that they could um, use force to disperse the crowd, to get people to listen, to get people what they wanted them to do. And the response that I got was, that's not true. The police were the ones that was inciting the violence. The police were the ones that started intimidating and antagonizing the protesters. So we have a couple of different stories going on. Um, I also, this is something else I, I, I want to bring up and that we talked about in that conversation. Whereas um, a little while ago before um, the nation decided to protest that march as a whole, when we just had a few little things going on here in Indianapolis, it was almost like our community made a mockery of the protests of marching because instead of standing for what they believed in, instead of standing in solidarity, there was videos that ended up floating around with people twerking, um, dancing, um, I don't know, you know, if these people were doing it for the gram, if they were doing it for World Star, I'm not really sure. Um, but my guest basically said that it was her opinion that in those instances, it was not right. It was not just, and it did kind of bring down the integrity of the protesting. However, since we have been protesting in the nationwide fight against the murder of Mr. George Floyd, that that has not been the case, that our protest has been very meaningful, that people have come together, people have stood together, people are um, just doing the right thing and actually marching for a change. There was another situation that occurred last night where some of the protesters, which is kind of weird to me a little bit because it was after the curfew that was imposed, but that's neither here nor there. But after the curfew was imposed, after the curfew was imposed, um, the people, the protesters marched to the governor's mansion along with some of the members of law enforcement. And a lot of people thought that that was fake. A lot of people, um, I've seen posts, comments, of her stories where they just felt like it was a setup and basically saying that because the day before, um, you know, you have law enforcement throwing tear gas, shooting people with rubber bullets. I'm not sure if some of the news from a couple of nights ago made national news, but there was an instance where a couple of people decided to break curfew women, two women. Um, one was definitely hit with the police baton a couple of times, um, kind of roughed up a little bit. So, um, you know, a lot of people are saying, how can this be? How can you be that mad referring to law enforcement? How can you be that mad, that angry, um, shooting tear gas and rubber bullets at the protesters before, uh, an hour and a half to two hours before the, the curfew even went into effect and everything was peaceful only to go to the next day, the very next day, marching with them after curfew to the governor's mansion and so um her response to that was she doesn't it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what the police's 
intentions were as long as the protesters intentions were genuine and so when she said that it kind of reminded me of i'm not sure um if we have any people that believe in god listening um but if you believe in god and you're a christian there's this thing that says um basically do things with a clean heart do things with a good heart um and don't worry about anything else and i'll give you an example the best way to explain it uh to make it make sense when we give to homeless people and i've seen them in every city you know they stand off the highway exits they have their signs they have their buckets they some of them um, are on walkers in wheelchairs when we give to those people because there's been plenty of stories that people have said they you know given to homeless people or to some of these uh, panhandlers and then they see them go get in these expensive cars or you know they have these expensive houses and so a lot of people discourage you from giving to them but if you give with a clean heart and your intentions are pure you will still be blessed so if I give money to a homeless person and they say you know or even just a person if they say I ran out of gas can you help me I'm hungry can you help me I haven't had anything to drink in five hours. Can you give me something to drink? I haven't had any food in, in the last day. Can you give me some money to buy me some food? If I give them money, I'm giving them money with the expectation that what they're telling me is true, that they are going to purchase food. They're going to get them some water. They're going to do whatever they told me to do with that money. Now, if they take that money that I gave to them with a pure heart and they go buy drugs, they go buy alcohol, they go solicit a prostitute. They do whatever sin or whatever they got to do with that money. Or they just take it and put it in their pocket and they're really truly a millionaire and they go get in their fancy car, in their luxury car, and they go to their big house and I'm over here struggling, but I'm trying to help the next person. That's on them. That's not on me because my heart was pure when I gave it to them. I gave it to them with good intention that they were going to do the right thing, that they were really hungry, they were really in need, and I was blessing them. Therefore, I will be blessed. Now, if they conned me or whatever, that's on them and they have to deal with that. So she was basically saying the same kind of thing applies with the, the law enforcement that was marching with the protesters. If the protesters' intent was to go to the governor's mansion to be heard, uh, to get some action out of uh, the law enforcement, out of our legislators, out of our officers that are in office. If that was the goal of the protesters, then they had good intention and nothing should come of that. Now, if law enforcement said, okay, well, you came, you came, you came, you marched, you, we standing with you, we riding with you, we doing whatever, and their intent is a setup, which, you know, a lot of people believe it was a setup, or we really don't want to help you. We just trying to get some fashion. Um, I didn't mean fashion. We just trying to get a photo op. We just trying to do all of these things um, for whatever reason, and we're not sincere, and we're not using integrity then so what so that's basically what my guest was saying was like okay well it doesn't matter what their intent was we got to the governor's mansion 
we were able to we were able to post whatever we had to post. We were able to get whatever reaction, whatever, if they got what they got or if they got somewhere near um, what they got. I don't know. Um, but she basically was saying, you know, like, okay, so it was, uh, it was not what we necessarily wanted, but we can, we got their attention. We were able to do some of this stuff. So I'm going to ask you guys to take a quick break. Well, I'm going to take a quick break so that our radio station can pay some bills. And I will be back in just one moment. Ponder what we've already talked about. Just a moment. Welcome back to Relationship Rules. Our rules are way. I am your host, Kat Miles. Thank you guys so much for sitting through our commercial break. We are back. And so we were talking about the state of our communities the state of our nation, the state of our cities. And so I believe we left off talking about um, doing things with integrity. So like here in our city in Indianapolis that, you know, a lot of people believe and feel as though the um, law enforcement agencies, the powers that be, um, the governor, etc. They were just pacifying us for a moment and they had ulterior motives. And the young lady that I was speaking to basically said she saw that as inspiration. She saw it as motivation. She saw it as um, law enforcement coming together with the community. And so I brought up the, the elephant in the room to her and said, well, you know, a lot of your um, other young people or a lot of your just other people are basically saying that this was all for show. It wasn't real. And her reply was, it really doesn't matter. Um, it evoked emotions in people. It inspired people. It motivated people to do more. And as long as the people that were protesting and are marching um, had good intentions. It doesn't matter if law enforcement or whoever else, the government officials had ill intentions, um, because that's not on the protesters. That's on the people that had ill intentions. And as long as their intentions were good, then that should be good enough, basically. Um, so with that being said, I know there were some other cities where I don't know if they necessarily, you know, march to the governor's house or the mayor's house or any of those things, but I do know that they Why went to they went to other places they went to other places and they um walked with the protesters, they marched with people that are marching and um it seemed to have went over very well. Like it seemed it seemed to go over very well. It seemed to have, it seemed to have sparked things within people to be motivated to do more. So, you know, I ask all of you guys, your thoughts, your opinions on 
how that is affecting um, the cities, the communities. How is it affecting you? I um, had said that I don't necessarily, um, hasn't, I haven't really necessarily expressed my feelings of how I feel about it one way or another. Um, I will. I will do that when I open up the dialogue on the Relationship Rules Facebook page. Um, and just so you know, right now, it looks like here in Indianapolis, Indiana, there's still protesters downtown. They're still uh, marching. It looks like they are either at the state house or they're getting ready to march to the state house. But wherever they are, they're kneeling. Um, they have their signs out. And I'm just um, looking at some of this stuff. Um, but I really would like to hear you guys' thoughts on everything that's happening. Tell me, um, you know, go on the Facebook page, Relationship Rules, Our Rules, Our Way. Let me know what city and state you're in. Let me know what's happening in your city. If you guys want to be um, a guest on the show these next three weeks. Um, however many weeks is in June, let me see, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, there's actually five weeks in June, which this kind of works out because this is just, uh, kind of opening conversation about everything that's going on. And then we'll use the next four weeks to actually kind of hone in and touch base with different people. We'll talk to, um, some people on the front lines. We'll talk to, um, some women in the community, women doing great things, some men as well. And then, but like I said, I want to hear from you guys. So go to relationship rules, our rules, our way, make sure you like our podcast page, make sure when I open up this dialogue here in the next 10 or 15 minutes or so, please engage, please leave your comments. Like I said, let me know what city and state you're in. Let me know your thoughts about the state of our community and what's going on. Um, I would love to talk to everybody that I can because this is not a one city problem. This is not a um, Midwest problem, East Coast, West Coast. This problem is accept, uh, um, affecting our entire nation, um, especially when we have our president of the United States um, addressing the nation as a whole, um, possibly enacting or um, activating the National Guard, sending them out to all these different states. Obviously, some things going on in some states are worse than others. Um, I definitely want to hear from you. I can say that during the peaceful protests and during the time that these curfews were supposed to be enforced, there were some people arrested. There were some women that were assaulted. Uh, and these things are on uh, video. These things are on video. They were on a live feed when they were happening. So they're out there. Um, definitely want to hear your thoughts. And so basically, I just want to finish up tonight with talking about your own personal communities. What are you doing in your community to make it better? And when I say that, I'm talking about um, 
I'm involved with a group of women here in Indianapolis, and I'll talk more about this next week. I'll actually set it up where some of those women are on the show next week, but and we'll be live next week as well. But some of those women, uh, we have started this group to basically um, apply pressure to uh, go out and make our communities better and apply pressure wherever we need to in certain areas, in the areas of education, mental health, um, health and well-being, um, social justice, and there's a few more. I won't go into details because that's a show you know, for another day. But when we talk about community, we, we talk about, and I asked this question of you all, um, and it was, it was posed and raised in our group, in our group discussion. Do you know your neighbors? Um, I know when I was growing up, we had a village. Everybody in the neighborhood knew everybody. Everybody knew who kid belonged to who. Everybody knew um, if you were supposed to be in the house. If, you're, if you was outside and your parents was gone, they made sure that they told your parents that you was outside because they knew nine times out of ten you wasn't supposed to be outside. Those are the type of communities that I grew up in. So I'm asking you, what type of communities did you grow up in? And what is the state of our communities right now? Do you know your neighbors? Do you know the person that lives across the street, directly across the street? Do you know the person that lives on the right of you? Do you know the person that lives on the left of you? Um, If a car pull up that you've never seen, is that car going to be out of place? Or do you just don't even notice the car because you're so used to not paying attention? We are in a state right now where we have to be our brother's keeper. We have to be our sister's keeper. A lot of this stuff starts in our own communities, in our own neighborhoods. We have to raise awareness. We have to be aware. We have to look out for each other as opposed to fighting each other, tearing each other down, um, tearing up each other's stuff. We have to be the eyes and the ears of our community so that when we do step away, we know that our neighbors are our keeper. We know that our neighbors have our back. So I'm going to ask you again, and I'm going to continue to ask the question the entire week. Who is your community? What is the state of your community? What are you doing to positively impact the state of your community? Does your neighbors know you? Do you know your neighbors? These are all things that I really want you to think about. I implore you. I challenge you. I and give you all the power to know your neighbors because we have to make a change. We have to start with our communities. And not only that, again, um, let me see if I can pull this up, but I know like here in Indianapolis today on uh, June 2nd, it was um, our voting day. I know there are some other states. It was their time to vote. Did you go out and vote? Because when we look at... um, when we look at our uh, our neighbors, our community, when we look at our legislation, when we look at things that are happening, the change starts with who we put in order to change things. The thing, the change starts with our leaders. The change, the change starts with our congressmen. The change starts with um, the people that we put in power. We have to put the right people in power that has our best interests. At heart, if we are a nation that we want to stand against police brutality, then we probably shouldn't put somebody in office who has a different stance point. 
you know, or I shouldn't say that because everybody is not going to agree with everybody. So there can be some disagreement. There can be some conversation. But when we put people in office, those people are supposed to speak for the people of the community. They're supposed to be able to speak on behalf of the community that they represent. So we want to make sure that we represent and we put people in office that represent our best interests. And so when we do that, um, again, I challenge you to put those people in office, get out and vote, do what you can. I'm going to go live on the relationship rules, our rules, our way Facebook page um, to open up the dialogue so that we can um, further discuss these topics and, and this issue. Uh, through the next coming weeks, through the rest of the month of June, it is going to be um, all about our community, the state of our communities. We're going to have special guests on every week starting next week. Please check out my sister shows, my brother shows. We are a family on Radio Wave. They will be airing in different days and different times. I'll actually try to list that schedule on my podcast page as well. Make sure you download the Radio Wave app. Go to the Radio Wave website and I um, will make sure that information is there. Like I said, I'll open up the dialogue there. I cannot wait to talk to you guys again. June is going to be on and popping. We are going to uh, work on rebuilding our communities. And again, like I said, um, let me know what city and state you're in. I want to know what's happening there. I want to know your thoughts on what's happening there. And I look forward to talking to you guys soon. Blessings to you all. I hope you all have a good night. I'll talk to you soon. Blessings.